Alrighty, folks, welcome back to an emergency episode of the Couch Podcast. Uh, for this emergency app, I have Ledwith and I have Butsy. We're reacting to Damian Lillard being traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in the middle of the afternoon today. Uh, was not expecting that. I actually thought it was going to be the Raptors because the Raptors had some buzz coming out of that. Um, I forget who it was, but someone said that they couldn't say who, but there was an Eastern Conference team that seemed to be ready to go get Dame. Um, and then I believe Mark Spears came out and said it might have been Toronto. So we were all looking one way, and they went and did the complete opposite way uh, thing. So, yeah, this is just a mess. This is going to be a messy pod. It's just going to be us kind of trying to come to grips with what we just found out because this is absolutely insane. Um, so first, I want to talk about just one thing real quick, and that is this trade might have saved the league because Damian Lillard no longer going to Miami. Is this... This is one of the first times in modern history where a player has requested a trade and not had it fulfilled to the way that he wanted it fulfilled, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Granted, no one's ever been been like, I want to go directly to this team and only this team, and I will actively you know, um, hurt my opportunities to go to other teams. So that is new about Dame, but I just think that this is a really good step in the right direction. The fact that Miami did not bend they instead held out and they got a better package, which we all knew was possible. Um, just, you know, to get specific about the trade itself, the trade is the Bucks received Damian Lillard. The Blazers received Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumami, Kamara, a 2029 first round Bucks pick, and a, and then they swap picks with the Bucks. And then the Suns receive Yusef Nurkic, Nasir Little, Keon Johnson, Grayson Allen. Um, so, you know, this is a big trade, but I think this package is better than the hero package uh, that Miami was able to offer at its best. And I think, although as a Celtics fan, I'm sad about it. I think for the league as a whole and as a fan of an NBA team, this is a step in the right direction. The fact that owners are finally put, putting their foot down and, you know, kind of getting a grip of this. So let's start with you, Letty. What was your first reaction to this trade? Uh, my first reaction was it's better that he went to the Bucks than the Heat for you guys, for the Celtics, but the Bucks are definitely still the favorite in the East. Like, they added one of the NBA's best scorers to the best backcourt in the league in Brooke Lopez, who was runner-up Depoy, and then obviously Giannis, who's a fucking monster. And I thought it was, like, yes, it was a better package than what the Heat were offering, Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin, two firsts, whatever it was, but I still think the Bucks got away with highway robbery here. Like, they traded a low-end all-star. Butts is not in his head in agreement. That's nice. Low-end all-star, 33-year-old point guard and Drew Holiday, who, yes, he's awesome. He's Drew Holiday on both sides of the ball, but now they have a better one. And, yes, they're going to lose his defense a little bit, but they're so versatile on defense anyway right now that I don't think it's going to matter. Like, I think now they have a guy who's going to hit – those clutch shots at the end of games that they, that every team wishes that they had someone who is not afraid of the moment. Um, and also they also just locked up Giannis for the next three years. Like there have been complaints about Giannis thinking that he's going to move somewhere else in free agency unless they surround him with good players. And they did exactly that. So they, they won in the present now and they also won for the next three years. Um, and they didn't give up a lot. They still have depth. Still have Chris Middleton and Bobby Portis off the bench. Like they're gonna be awesome. They're gonna be great. They're gonna win the East. 
yeah and i also love what they did um but see Giannis was sort of this summer i feel like sending out the biggest hints that he wanted the bucks to get something going and get their shit together and what do they do they go out and they make a splash and make the right move that they you know that they had available to them uh, I think this keeps him like Letty does for a, a little bit longer. I, I I think a much longer, maybe another contract at least, because if I'm him, that's such a good um, first move for them to do, especially like you're seeing how Dame is, you know, kind of mentioning being mistreated or whatever by Portland. And the whole reason he's upset with Portland is that they never did what Milwaukee did. They never just went and made a splash move to build around their best player. And splash. yeah, and make, you know, the most of his prime. And I think if I'm honest, this says a ton um, to me about this organization. So yeah. How did you feel about this trade? Butsy? I want to hear from you as a resident Celtics fan as well. Um, I was crushed. And in all honesty, I was, I was really upset. Uh, Damon and Giannis is scary enough, but I think Letty said it best. Like they got away with fucking highway robbery. I mean, they literally just basically swapped Drew holiday for Damian Lillard. That is I mean, I understand they gave up their future firsts, but are you really going to need those in in six years? Like, I don't, I don't think this team will be, you know, dying for their first picks and wishing they still had them in six years. I mean, and especially if they get, you know, another title or two out of this, this has been, this could go down as one of the best trades for the Bucks. I also think that, you know, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want to talk about the Bucks too much because it just makes me sad as a Celtics fan because this absolutely just crushed me in every way and makes and gives me you know makes me so much less confident that the Celtics can win the East after this trade um because the Bucks might score 140 points a game every game like I don't understand how you stop Damon Giannis and then you know if you collapse on them you have Brooke Lopez wide open and Grayson Allen too like this team is fucking Grayson good. Allen's really gone. Good. yeah Grayson Allen's gone keep up so who's their sorry who's their three uh, uh so you want the update you want the I got it give me give uh, me the uh give me the starting five Okay, so starting five is Drew Holiday. No, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Damian Jesus, we're all Lillard. Over the place. Damian Lillard. Uh, then at shooting guard, it's presumably Malik Beasley or Pat Connaughton or Marjan Bo- Beauchamp. Um, he's been – they really like Marjan a lot, yeah, especially out of the summer I league. Like him he, too. he really went off. I like him. Um, this is obviously – so starting lineups don't really matter because, like you see with the Celtics, it changes nightly. So – um, shooting guard is open between Malik Beasley. The Celtics aren't a good example of a, of a successful team. True, because of injuries also, and all that. Type. But still, I think you have to move your, um, you know, your starting lineups. We've talked about starting lineups too long. Um, Malik Beasley, Pat Connington, Marjan Bookshamp. Um, I mean, that's, you know, a mix. Uh, then for small forward, you have Chris Middleton and Jay Crowder. Power forward, you have Giannis and then his brother Thonis or Thanasis or whatever. I, I like calling him Thomas. He's not. And he's then, not ever seen the floor. He's the worst player in the NBA. I stand by that. No, all so you have, time and hype then, man though. True, and then you have Brick po- uh, Brick Lopez, Bobby Portis, Robin Lopez. My guess is you run Giannis, um, small forward, Middleton, shooting guard, Bobby Portis, power forward, and then Brook Lopez, um, your center. If you want to run a massive, that's an insanely big lineup. Dame Lillard as your it's point guard. That's dude. a fucking long lineup, dude. That's sick. Or you could run it small. You run Dame Lillard, Malik Beasley, you know, Chris Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, like they have there. There's there's a lot of uh, flexibility with this lineup. Um, obviously, like defense is going to be an issue on the wings. Uh, Dame Lillard and Malik Beasley are not two guys I want being my lead defenders. Dame Lillard, Lillard and Pat Connaughton, too. 
Uh, not really what I want. Um, Chris Middleton, we have questions about him coming off that surgery and his injuries. Uh, he didn't look like he was fully himself. So there's questions about that team um, in the Bucks, but I do think this makes them the best team in the East right now. And I am, like you, Butsy, as a Celtics fan, Crush, as a fan of basketball, I'm fucking hyped. This is going to be an insane year. It's going to be so of- fun. It's it's gonna be so fun if I'm if I'm you, Letty, as a Knicks fan. I just want to watch the East kill them, kill each other, you know. So, um, I'm having a good time. But what do you mean, dude? We're contenders. I don't know. Okay, I'm well, equally as bad about this as you guys are. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Butsy, so, um, do you guys want to talk about the Suns next or the Blazers? Because weirdly enough, I think the Suns are the more interesting team to talk about right now. Um, from this trade, so. Their lineup as as stands after this trade, which is an insane lineup, and I kind of have a take about this afterwards, but Bradley Beal, Saban Lee, Jordan Goodwin at the point guard, shooting guard Devin Booker, Eric Gordon, Keon Johnson, Damian Lee. Keon Johnson set, has the vertical record, like the highest vert. It's like 45 inches or something insane, 48 maybe. Holy shit. Um, he's out of Tennessee. He's never really, um, you know, he's never really developed the way they thought he would. He's only like a second or third year player. Uh, Josh Okoge. Grayson, Grayson Allen, Keita Bates, Diop, and then Kevin Durant, Nasir Little, Utah Watanabe at power forward, and then center, Yusef Nurkic, Drew ba- Eubanks, Bol Bol. This team is so fucking fun, dude. I <laughs> so think this deep. team is the best team in the NBA right now just from a depth, a depth standpoint. Um, and I think they're my favorites to win, win it all right now. I know Jokic, picking against Jokic is a fucking crime in this Denver team, but I do think that Bruce Brown loss is a huge loss for them. Um, I know they think um, Christian Brown can kind of hop into that role and fill that out. I think that's a tall ask for someone that's as young as him. Um, He was a rookie last year, but uh, Bruce Brown does a lot um, for a team. And I think that's going to be a big loss, but that being said, anyone that you bring in can fit with uh, Jokic pretty seamlessly. Um, I do think they also got relatively lucky with health and you can't say the same every year, um, especially with Jamal Murray, but I don't know. I think the Suns roster, just from a roster standpoint, is the deepest one in the entire NBA. And I really am trying to look at a flaw, Letty, and I can't really find one here. Can you tell me what you think is flawed about this roster, if there's anything? Uh, Just the fact that there's only one ball on this team. Um, And I do think they could use a nice rim-protecting center and maybe another defensive-minded wing because they they don't need any more scoring at all. But that's kind of why I like... Uh, Nurkic on this team is because he's better on defense yeah. than Aiton and I feel like every time the whistle would blow and there was a huddle you'd see Devin Booker and Kevin Durant barking at Aiton to stop oh, yeah. him like a pussy if they do that to Yusuf Nurkic I feel like he will fucking he'll go like, off he would rip them in half I think he's an yeah, animal he's gonna he's go off like on like 260 more than that maybe even 300 pounds yeah so he won't be soft. He'll be he'll be good. He'll get rebounds. Um, um real quick to cut you off. Go. I love this because one, I'm a Nasir Little fan. I think Butsy is too. Um, I like Nasir Little a good amount. And you and Silam. Yeah, I think put, pulling him up to the small forward where you have currently have Josh Kogia, who I know plays well for them, but he's you know he can come off the bench as well, especially if you're trying to develop Nasir Little or Utah Watanabe a little bit. Uh, have kind of a longer lineup. I think either one of those guys putting them up with a small forward alongside Kevin Durant, they're just going to be having to cut, um, rebound, and play good defense. Nasir Little and Utah Watanabe can do both of those things. Uh, Utah can even shoot a little bit. So um, I just think like they kind of have all their bases 
covered right now. We heard Butsy in the offseason that Brad Beal talked about taking, you know, a, a role back a little bit being more of a facilitator. How are you feeling about the West playoff picture? I know we already talked about the East. Yeah, I, I definitely think the Suns should be the favorites coming out of the West right now. I, I disagree with you when you say that the Suns should be the favorite. Like, I, I in my eyes, it's still the Bucks. Like, I think the Bucks team, I mean, when it comes playoff time, you're only really running seven, eight guys. Maybe ninth gets a few minutes here and there anyways. So, you know, the depth is great, and it's going to help them. I actually think it's going to be great for the Suns in the regular season uh, because, you know, KD suffers injuries, what it feels like every season in some capacity. So to take some of the load off of him, um, and honestly, I think that'll actually allow Brad Beal to be, you know, I know he said he's going to take more of a backseat role, but in the regular season when KD's going to have to get his rest to stay healthy, I think Brad Beal will be able to to thrive as a scorer with when KD's off the floor. Um, so, but as a from a playoff picture perspective, I still think it's the Suns. Uh, I think the Nuggets are really good as well. Um, I hate to say it, but I, I I don't want to count out the Lakers yet. I still think the Lakers could could make some noise. Um, but I, you know, yeah, no, shout out Jordan wherever he is. Yeah. Uh, they're very dependent on health though. The Lakers just can't seem to stay healthy for an entire season every year. Um, so I I I don't want to count out the Lakers. I also don't want to count out the Warriors yet. Uh, I, I still think that they have a lot of life left in that team. I was a bit high on them last year and kind of disappointed to see that they did lose to the Lakers, but. I still think the Warriors got life. So I think it's going to be a very competitive West just as much as the East. I think the West might be a little more top-heavy with the top, you know, maybe four or five teams being elite and then the bottom half, you know, five through ten, uh, five through eight not being very good. But still going to be a very, very interesting season coming up. I'm, I'm very excited. I think we're uh, just under four weeks now. A week and a half tip-off. from um, preseason tip-off. I'm not – yeah, I'm not – you know, just like NFL, I'm not a big preseason guy. probably the only guy in America who knows that. Do you know who where watches, they're tipping? Do you know where they're playing too? Wait, hold on. You is it is it UNH? Like I, no, I don't no, know how no, else you would no. know where they're playing. Yeah. No, it's in a different country. It's in, it's in um, Seattle. No, it's in fucking um That's in America, sh- lad. It's in um hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on. What? Is it not in America? No, you no, said it's in, in a different country than you no, said. No, it's, it's in Seattle. it's in Abu Dhabi. Oh, it's in Abu Dhabi. Oh, 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 oh. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they're playing Abu Dhabi. It's Maverick. I think it's like Mavericks are playing or some bullshit. Um, so we get to watch Kyrie and Luca not be able to work together. I love watching that. Um, but anyways, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. No, I just fight um, like a married couple. Yeah, exactly. Just not working. Um, I don't know. I I I disagree. But we, I mean, we just we just can on this one. I do love the Warriors picking up Rudy Gay this, I believe, today, early this morning. Um, Rudy Gay is just a perfect warrior. Um, you can already tell he's just one of those really smart system guys. Been around forever. Uh, cut cut and pass that's what he's going to need to do hit open shots and that's what Rudy Gay's done his entire career so I think he's like a he's he's always uh my comp has always been like an auto porter or other way around I've always comped auto porter similar to Rudy Gay so it's funny to see um Rudy Gay go where auto porter became pretty successful um in a system like that I think it's gonna be great um I need to like scroll through Woj's tweets for like an hour because I'm like like so football brain right now like I'm so dialed in on the NFL that you know, I was locked guys, in football. Yeah, but like I, I like some of these guys, like you said, fucking would you say Rudy Gay's on the Warriors? Yeah, I didn't know that never. I would have never known that. So I really, know, it, that was this morning. An hour and just and just scroll through Woj's tweets and and you know re- reconstruct my brain with all these new roster changes because I feel like there's been a ton that I don't even know about. Yeah, it, I'm gonna have to go back and remind myself who's on what team 
like all the off season stuff that happened. I feel like we covered it so in depth and then we just haven't thought about the NBA for a while. Um, okay. Final team we want to talk about is the trailblazers. This. So on the offhand, like I was sitting there, I, I heard the trade and then I was trying to think to myself, does this make the Jeremy Grant signing make less sense, the same amount of sense or more sense? Um, Cause now he's an asset. So if they, I think they, I originally think they were trying to keep Dame, obviously, but I do think they signed Jeremy Grant as a possibility, like, you know, to trade, but then they signed him to way more than what he's worth and what teams are going to trade for him. So now I'm just lost trying to figure out what the fuck that signing was. Because if you think about it, if he's on a tradable contract, Jeremy Grant's a great piece that any contender team is going to want to add. I'm assuming Portland's trying to level out here a little bit and get more picks and get better talent in the room. I mean, they have some good talent and we'll go through that in a minute, but, um, if I'm them, Jeremy Grant's like one of the first things to go, right? Him and Drew Holiday, and you get bring in new stuff. That being said, Jeremy Grant's gonna be really hard to trade um because of you know his salary and everything. Um, and then also you have DeAndre Ayton now, so you're kind of stuck in the middle. I think Ayton is young enough where he fits the timeline. He can be a veteran in a team, and maybe that makes him take on a better leadership role and makes him work harder and stuff like that. So I'm fine if you keep him and you try and rebuild. Um on the offhand, maybe he just fucking doesn't try anymore because he's already had issues trying in a team that was winning consistently. So maybe he's not the guy you want to try and rebuild with. But anyways, I, I'm 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 stuck with this Jeremy Grant question, which I didn't think we would, I guess, be talking about first. But Letty, can you help me through this? Do you think this signing made any sense, the Jeremy Grant one? Uh, yeah, I do. Because, first of all, I think everyone got paid a little more than we expected this yeah. this offseason, like Bruce Brown is making twenty two million a year, and if we said that like a couple years ago, I think it would have gotten scoffed at. So, True. I think I, like yeah, it might be a little too much, but I think it's fine. Um, I think they're they think that they're gonna be competing sooner than they actually are. Like I think that they expect Scoot to be very good right away, which he might not be. And Shane Sharp still has is very raw. So, I think them by them signing Jeremy Grant, I think they just they wanted to be better and kind of rush the process a little bit instead of shipping him off and trying to draft that small forward that they're going to build around. Yeah. Um, let, let me run through the roster too. Cause this is one side note is that I absolutely love scoot being behind drew holiday. That is, I think that's the perfect mentor for him. Um, and I'd be sick. Like a great two way player like drew holiday would be kind of what you're looking for with scoot. Someone who gives everything he has on defense. And then also is, you know, someone who can be like facilitate an offense, uh, and facilitate a solid offense at that. Um, I think Woj came out and said that they're going to trade him though. Yeah. I think he's going to a contender, but maybe just the amount of time I, I, cause, um, maybe. Yeah. And he should go to a contender because he came out, drew holiday came out and said, he's retiring at the end of this contract, which is two years. So he'll be retiring. Yeah. So he'll be retiring, not this season, but the end of next season. So, um, that's why I think, the only reason why Portland would get him would be with the idea to flip him for younger assets, which makes sense because two years from now, he won't be here anymore. So um, yeah, I do love, hopefully I hope, I hope he gets a couple months at minimum with uh, scoot as much. I would like to see him traded to the Celtics, obviously, but um, then for shooting guard, I would hate that. I would absolutely hate that. They're going to be the perfect roster. And then, okay. And for me, Simons, Ryan Rupert, uh, uh, shooting guard, Small forward, this one's pretty interesting. Shane Sharp, Matisse Thibel, Chris Murray, um, 
power forward, you have Jeremy Grant, Tumani Kamara, Jabari Walker, weirdly, and then DeAndre and then Moses Brown, former Celtic, on at the center here. This team obviously uh is has some holes all over the place here. Um there, but they do have, you know, a semblance of a core. I think you trade out um Drew Holiday, Jeremy Grant, and you kind of fill out from there. And I think this this isn't the worst uh, you know, deck of cards you could have, but it's not great. Um, Butsy, how do you feel about this really weird but interesting Portland team? Yeah, I mean, if you're Portland, you just gotta go out and get as many picks as you possibly can for your assets. Like they have to be looking to unload Drew immediately. I also don't love Aiden at all, actually. I mean, you talked about him being a veteran presence. Like he's kind of he's he's 25. Like he's yeah. not he's not that old. And he has never shown any signs of being any form of a leader or any kind of veteran uh, in the league. Uh, so I don't love Aiden. I, it's, it, they're in a weird, like, limbo spot where, you know, the assets they have, like, it's not a horrible team that they have right now on paper. But, like, it, it just feels like they're they're in the same spot they were before the Dame trade. And I, I think if you're Portland, you're in a full rebuild. Like you have to try and unload as many assets as you can for as many picks as you can. Keep Simons and and obviously um Grant Sharp and Scoot. Sharp and Scoot and like build around those guys. But any kind of veteran with any kind of value to other teams like Miami or any team that's looking to compete. I like even Aiden, I think, could be beneficial on a lot of teams that are looking to compete. He is, you know, a solid rebounder, not a the best room protector. Excuse me, but a solid rebounder. But he doesn't really try, so I don't know how that would be. I don't know what the market is like for Aiden. I think it's ever-changing and ever-shifting over the past couple of years, which I, I think will be interesting if they try to shop him. But I, you got to get as many picks as you can. Uh, I know you got some the 2029 and I think 2030. I think they might have gotten the first yeah. from uh, Milwaukee as well. But, like, just but try to get – swaps. Those are, those are swap, swaps. Or, well, no, I think they got – they have two pick swaps and then the, the 2029 first. Yeah. Right, I think that was the yeah. um, the details. I think you're a little too low on Aiden, dude. I think, I mean, he's 17 and 10. That's a he's like that's that's a good. Yeah, uh, but if he you tell me like, I can get a center is 17 and 10. I think he's bad for the Suns, but I think on a garbage team like the Blazers, I think he's an asset you can kind of keep and build around. I, I but I feel like he's always like 25 and and like 25 and 18 or seven and 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 six. Like I I I think his consistently consistency lacks in a big way. Um, I I'm not a fan of him. His effort, like he gets seventeen and ten on a team that has probably one of the most explosive offenses in the league. Probably like a top three offense. So they're shooting the ball all the goddamn time, anyways. Uh, so the rebounds are gonna come, and regardless on that team. But I I just like I hate the I hate the no effort. I I don't understand how you can build yeah. around him when the guy doesn't put forth any effort on a fucking championship contending team. Like how, yeah. how is that a piece that you want to keep and, and have a cornerstone, be a cornerstone of your franchise when he's not even competing, a, a competing on a championship contender. But I mean, it could be like, he just didn't get along with Mon. Like I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Cause I'm more, I kind of lean towards the idea that he can't be your number one uh, adult in the room ever. But I do think there is, something to be said about like not getting along with Monty, your head coach and having issues with the two star players and Booker and Paul. And um, then obviously Durant has had issues with him as well. Um, like, I think maybe that 
effort is relative, I guess. And you, I think this is the final line. If he's fucking off here in Portland um, and not, you know, still doing what he's doing, then I'm less out on him. But I still, I mean, 17 and 10, you like that's a solid player. But Letty, what were you going to say about DeAndre? Uh, I feel like he's on that borderline of being like a Yusuf Nurkic type player where you know you're going to get like 14 and 10 from every night or having a very good year. And being yeah. like not a low level all star, but like a, like an almost dominant player, like a bona fide third option in the league. So this will be a nice reset for him. Um, yeah. Um, and then I, I think we also got to consider, like, yes, if I'm the Blazers, maybe he's not like my go to guy, which he won't be because their guards are so stacked. But I think that they had zero leverage in this. And if their second best option was Tyler Hero, which they don't need any more guards and two first rounders, I think they did a great job with me. Me too. Um, one final question for you, Led. Any way that we see them? Because realistically, if I give you the lineup: Drew Holiday, Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp, Jeremy Grant, DeAndre, and realistically, if you trade someone, get like a better a better three. You're about in to there. say playoffs? You better not say playoffs. playoffs. I'm not playoffs. Well, maybe play, play in. in, play in. Yeah, realistically. If they went that way, I don't think they're going that way. But I'm just saying, there's a semblance of something there. I yeah. I 100 agree. By the way, yeah, they're in the middle. They're in they're in such a weird middle. Like they're kind of like because Simons is. I know Simons is like 23. He's been in the league like five or six years because he was the youngest player in the league. He's he's been in forever. He's in his second contract, like in the middle of it or early beginning of it. But still, like Simons is fucking good. Um, Drew Holiday's awesome. Scoot would be coming off too. I mean, like. Matisse Thibel, who I really like, I think obviously his he's got qualms with his shooting, but um, if you can get him in there as like a just a wing lockdown defender, he can guard your best player, the other team's best player every night. I mean, they have something going on. Like you could upgrade that power forward position um, behind Shane Sharp and Jeremy Grant. I don't know. There's something I think just worth mentioning about it. I would say they're still like probably four years away, three years away. Yeah, you yeah. Look at the bottom of the West. It's the Timberwolves who have Anthony Edwards and and Cat and Ant's gonna go fucking bonkers next year. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> and Rudy go and Rudy Gobert and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, they're gonna uh, trade. How, how did I forget? They're gonna trade Kitty Cat and Ant's gonna go fucking off and Rudy Gobert is gonna be forgotten. It's gonna be awesome. They're gonna be great. Then they have you have OKC, who's first Amazing. team All NBA player with Shy. Yeah. And you have the Pelicans. If Zion ever plays, they were like they were a top three seed in the West when he was playing. And then you have. Yeah. The Mavericks, who have Luka Doncic, so I Stink. think like they're they have a lot going on. They have a lot of good upside on there, and then you have Wemby. Like, what is what, what's yeah. Wemby gonna do? I'd rather talk about Wemby before I start talking about this Blazers team. You know, God, I love the NBA. Just when I thought I was out, I was I was gonna I was getting <laughs> close to shooting that text that was gonna be like, guys, I think I like watching the NFL more than the NBA. I was getting ready to type that text out, and then right today, this fucking thing drops. I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? I love the NBA. <laughs> So yeah, I right, got we, a little half chub. I got half chub. Yeah, sales. there you go. All right. Um, real quick, but anything you want to say, butts? Well, two things. One, I I am still the I'm an NFL guy. I am. No, if I know. You put you an know. NBA game in front We're, of me. You weren't a great NFL. player. That's why. It's all good. That's oh, true. You know, uh, it doesn't resonate. Uh, oh, <laughs> all right. All right. Um, but Blazers like rebuild. Like just, yeah. just fucking rebuild. Just do it, please. Like, don't do what I said. Please rebuild. <laughs> I know, but like, like what you, I was thinking about it too. Like, because when we talked about the trade, we were sitting next to Jordan. Jordan, like, he read out the, we read out the starting five of the Blazers, like Max, you just did. 
that's a decent that's a team. That's starting a team. five. That's Scoot a team. As a six, dude. But you can't. The thing is, they they can't roll with this because you cannot let no. Drew under any circumstances walk away after two years, and you got to get rid of him now while he's yes. still playing. Yes. Uh, so I think that's a huge part of it. But like, just just do just do the full rebuild, guys. Like y- you've been fucking flirting with it for so many years. You finally got rid of Dame. CJ's gone. You're 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 you know Nurkic, the cornerstone of their whole franchise. He's gone. Dark. Just just do it. Just please, goddamn, do the fucking rebuild. So that you guys can like build around your young guys and and have a decent future ahead, just please. Yeah, be... We should call should call Joe Cronin. Tell yeah. him that. Been, they, been, that? I mean, they should have done this like <laughs> like they should have done this like three years ago. I don't think he knows that. Led. We should, yeah, we, we're actually better GMs. We're better. What GMs. do you think he's doing right now, though? What is he even doing? He's going fuck. I never know what he's doing back there. I never know what he's doing. You never know what Joe's doing in his office, dude. Oh, all right. Let's. He's that a pretty was handsome. Yeah. He's a pretty handsome guy. I will say. I did notice like a that. Silver, silver fox. Type. A silver fox. Yeah. yeah if that's he's your a, type, Led. That's your type. That's uh, your type. We don't. Judge. He's a gold. I'm not saying, I mean, he's probably got money. He has money. So like, that's yeah. my type. I am a gold digger at heart. Yeah. He's a gold. <laughs> he's probably the golden bachelor too. Um. All right. That's been our emergency. Yeah, that's crazy, by the way. Yeah, it is crazy. Um. This has been our emergency podcast. Our first reaction to uh the Dame Lillard trade. I'm sure. We're going to probably later in the week, you know, let this simmer for a little bit and kind of think some shit out and have come back with Jordan maybe or you know just whoever and led and Jordan and I or me led Butsy whoever needs to no 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 no, no. Me, yeah me you and Jordan me you and Jordan yeah yeah no yep. butts yep. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean let, let 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 let's stay on uh Max can log off and and finish the pod and you and I can hash out our differences oh boy all right but yeah, yeah let's so. do this in person. This has been the Emergency <laughs> Podcast. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back later in the week to recap some college football stuff, some NFL stuff, and if any more NBA stuff happens, we might. I, honestly, Butsy, I do think it might be worth doing um, an emergency pod. I guess Butsy and Letty, if if uh, Drew Hall gets moved to a legit contender. Yeah, agreed. Because all right, ready. This this is how I sign off now. Take it sleazy, America. Love it. Love it.